At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a college football fan, the first Saturday, week one of the college football season, and we're here to bring you through all the action leading up to and live throughout the entire day today. Starting off here with the pregame show, Ben Wilson with you from the South Point Sportsbook Studios in Las Vegas. I've got my man, Amal Shaw, sitting next to me. You know it's football season when you got Amal Shaw in the house. And look, look at this, Amal. I mean, 10 people deep at each window <laughs> at the South Point. How long have you been, you've been waiting for this? I- since the Ohio State Alabama debacle <laughs> since then. I mean, there's nothing like college Let's football. Let's go. Absolutely. Let's go. You know, if you're a college football fan, yes, you probably like college basketball, but doesn't have the same affinity like that first weekend in March. I love the conference tournaments, but there is nothing like the first weekend. And I'll tell you what, being a Buckeye, there's nothing better than when your team plays on a Thursday or a Friday. You've won your game. You're on to next week. You're like, let's just get ready for the weekend. I can't wait. So many great games today. I'm looking forward to, obviously, this game up at Camp Randall. Can't wait for the game in Atlanta where uh, we'll see Alabama and Miami, and then, of course, tonight, the game in Charlotte. Yeah, uh, you, Mr. Buckeye over here, yeah. looking pretty after uh, Thursday night. What we'll start off with, though, we have six games that are either just kicking off or about to kick off here in this noon Eastern window. As we get everything started, we'll take you through all the in-game betting opportunities, and then as our next windows of games come up, we'll get you set for all of those. And so, Amal, a few minutes, this is a game that will actually be kicking off here at 10 past the hour. The, the biggest game, the only game in our early window with two ranked teams squaring off, Penn State and Wisconsin. We've seen a lot of love 
love them all just from the overall uh, betting public on Penn State here, even though the line has been boosted up to Wisconsin now laying uh, five and a half. So much of the storyline here just surrounding, okay, Penn State, they start 0-5 last year. It was such a disaster. You go in now with James Franklin back, new offensive coordinator and Mike Yersich. How much of an impact do you see that having for Sean Clifford, a guy who struggled so mightily last year? Well, it can't be any worse, but the thing to me is they got to get Jahad Dotson involved offensively. Noah Kane, can he run the ball effectively? That's going to be the question mark for this team. Defensively, they're solid. I played the under in this game, and it's down to 48 here. I see in the pregame total. I played it at 50 and a half a couple of days back. To me, uh, Ben, when you look at this, it is going to be tough. These are two top 20 defenses that pretty much return everyone intact for the most part. Badgers with eight guys back on defense. We know what the Paul Chris game plan is. Run the football. Dominate that way and then just let your defense do what they do. Uh, you look at Penn State, seven guys back on defense. Still a very solid squad. And I thought their numbers were a little bit skewed after the Indiana game because that loss was just so emotionally crippling, mm-hmm. for, the, uh, crippling for the Nittany Lions. Uh, this, to me, I'm a little bit disappointed because you got the without question, in my opinion, the best combo of play-by-play, color commentator, and sideline reporter in this game between uh, Gus Johnson, Joel Clatton, uh, Jenny Taft, and I'm, I hate the fact that they're on the noon game when we're on air right now, so you can't listen to the audio on this one. You can you always hit up Chris Andrews, who will join us, by the way, in about a half hour, yeah. South Point Sportsbook Director. Ask him for one of those big big cubes you can just you know put in here, although but, it might go on the air. So by the way, we should get we Chris on earlier than later because there's a strong possibility Pence, they may not win this game. We want to have somebody on when they're in a good mood, not with their team is <laughs> trailing. <laughs> well, they just kicked off there at Camp Randall. By the way, one note on on that contest, and we saw the move of all, a number. What's interesting, of all the six early games, almost all of them did see moves, but on the total, we didn't have a whole lot of late action on the sides, and as this has just kicked off, one note to, to point out here, a starting linebacker for Wisconsin, Leo Chennault, this coming out about an hour ago, he tests positive for COVID, so he misses today's game and as the next the week's game as well for Wisconsin, so a guy who was Big Ten honorable mention uh, all, see, uh, all, uh, all of last year even though it was that uh, shortened campaign. So uh, they're just underway. Amal Clifford and the Nittany Lions start immediately get stuffed uh, in the backfield. So you mentioned the, the line from 50 and a half down to 48. For you, we talk so much about key numbers, especially in the sure. NFL when it comes to totals. How much of that do you, do you really bake in when it comes to the college game, or it's such a different dynamic at play? Uh, great, great question. And you're absolutely right. It is a different dynamic. Look, I got burned on the Ohio State game. It was 13 and a half for a nanosecond. I didn't mm-hmm. catch it. Went back to 14. I ended up with a push. But uh, to me, I don't have as much of concern. Johnny Novello. Velo and I had talked about this one time, which is in college football, yes, the numbers matter. It, to me, it matters more when you have a tight game like a Georgia-Clemson than, say, some of these other games. Um, so that's always an area of concern. Uh, you always want to try and get the best possible number. Uh, the 51 down to 48 and a half or, or 50 and a half down to 48, it's a little bit of a difference. But look, for me in this Penn State-Wisconsin game, 20 to 17, 24-17, I think you're going to be lucky if you get over 45. Um, and speaking of which, we saw uh, Sam Howell's Heisman campaign go down the garbage yeah. yesterday. How about Spencer <laughs> Rattler? Uh, less than a minute into the game, throws a pick. Wow. We're just underway in Oklahoma and Tulane. In, in, in addition to this talk about from the key number perspective and that uh, that total in Wisconsin and uh, per, and uh, Penn State going down a couple points, we have a number of games, too, where I'm sure I'm all first half betters will have uh, have done a lot of work on this because, it, as, as you normally have, a lot of big mismatches, including one in Norman, Oklahoma, where Oklahoma, as the t- quote-unquote road team here, yeah. is hosting Tulane after they moved that as a result of Hurricane Ida. It was supposed to be down in NOLA, but we're just underway uh, just a minute into the game. And as Amal um, mentioned, 
Pistons pick thrown right out of the chute by Spencer Rattler, Heisman favorite at uh, at most books. So they were laying 31 and a half or 32 in this. Yeah. The first half line though at 19 and a half. How do you approach these early games when, when you've got that opportunity to take a lesser number, but it's obviously the first half? Great question. This is a play I would have normally taken Oklahoma if we're in week three or four in the first half. I'm a big yeah. fan of those because if you get into the high 30s on the spread, it's a situation where if Tulane's down, say, 42 uh, to 7, they might get a backdoor cover potentially. But I like when a team like Oklahoma they're going to come out. They're going to play fast, usually speaking. And the fact that they had an early turnover, uh, this is actually probably an in-game opportunity. Tulane right now, just outside the red zone, facing a second down in about four or five at the Oklahoma 25. May have an opportunity to get a better number in the first half here, Ben. Let's see what happens at the end of this drive, and then we'll take a look at the in-game number because that's the type of possibility you want to work on. So many great opportunities from in-game perspective. We saw it against uh, Ohio State. They were yeah. minus three second half, excuse me, for the game, down four at the break, minus seven second half. I mean, if you sit around on a Saturday, you're going to get four to, I don't want to say four to five, two to three, just absolutely unload the clip games. And Ohio State was a perfect example of, you knew they were going to win the game. I mean, it was just the reality of it. And they came out in the second half, they scored five touchdowns. Uh, and it's a similar situation. Uh, you, you sit around, you hope you can get an opportunity to take a great play. And you look too around, around the country, there's going to be a lot of action happening quickly. And I'm all in, in the first couple of minutes of our show, we already have a number of scoring updates. So let's start with what is going on in Ann Arbor, where Michigan, I'm sure a number of people as well, uh, potentially could have backed uh, the Wolverines in, in the first half here as well, laying nine and a half, 16 and a half for the game against Western Michigan, a huge year for Jim Harbaugh. I know you have, you have, uh, you have thoughts of all, but they get on on the board uh, right away. Touchdown pass uh, as Blake Corum makes the reception. So just, uh, what, four and a half minutes into the game, seven zip Michigan already on a Western Michigan team that was solid overall last year, probably overall a talent mismatch, but they did have a quarterback coming back, all with the third highest passing efficiency of, of all quarterbacks in Caleb Elby. A couple guys in front of him, Mac Jones, uh, you probably have heard of, as well as uh, Zach Wilson now playing in the NFL, but seven zip here in Michigan right away, I'm all up to a 17 and a half point favorite. Yeah, LB was outstanding last year. 18 touchdowns, just two interceptions. Tremendous for the Broncos. But in this game against Michigan, he's going to have to be extremely efficient. You look at this Wolverines team. Lost a ton of talent on defense. Offensively, a ton of question marks. But so far, early on, answering the bell. And, it's you know, the... The Michigan teams in the 90s, the 2000 Lloyd Carr teams, uh, before all those coaching changes with Rich Rod and Brady Hoke and company, um, they could dominate you. I mean, the, these are the type of games Michigan would win 38 to 10. If Michigan is going to show signs that they're back to what they once were, they've got to win this game. They've got to dominate the uh, the guys from uh, the zoo coming into town today. you you got to take care of business against a team like Western Michigan. And Right. It, look, especially for a guy like Jim Harbaugh, six different coordinators or different positional coaches he brings in this season. He like, he knows he's he's a guy who has to deliver now in his seventh year. And, you know, he, he comes out, he brings his, his brother's friend, Mike McDonald, over to, to serve as the uh, as the D.C. this year, three years with the, with the Ravens as a linebacker's coach. And, look, they're going to switch to a 3-4 scheme this year. Obviously, we're not – I don't know how much of a takeaway we can have from week one with Michigan is they are definitely in a position to outclass a team like WMU. But what are, what are you feeling on, on their prospects? I know you've got some bias here, but – is this a year where... No, I'm not biased. I don't have the loathing for Michigan that other Ohio State fans do. I always pull for every Big Ten team, especially in non-conference games. True right there. Absolutely, yeah. because, look, Ohio State's good. They just got to run the table. They'll get into the playoff. But to me, I thought firing Don Brown was a mistake. When you did? You, okay. You, well, because look at the numbers that his defense has put up. I get last year they struggled. But you know what? Last year you got to chalk up as an aberration. You start the season mid-October. I get your rival had a great year, but... To me, there's so many teams. Uh, Penn State was not as bad as they played last year. I thought the 
Indiana game cemented their fate because they realized they're probably not going to be able to get in the college football playoff that had yeah. to beat Ohio State and they'd have to run the table. I, I think there's so many negative factors involved there. As Graham Mertz is about to get an intentional oh. grounding, uh, <laughs> he, he just took a – oh, we might have the lo- biggest loss on the season, 19 yards here. We already saw Paul Chris took a timeout on the second play of the game defensively, so you're a huge fan of that. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I I wish it were the second half when you take those timeouts, but uh, this was... Wow. uh, All right, so intentional grounding here on Mertz. uh, First possession for Wisconsin after they force a three and out. let Let me just say something real quickly. I wish he ate the football. Because now that would have been about another 10 seconds I get off the clock from an under perspective. I, I it's a great point. It's a great it, point. It's just the little things on the clock. I'm going to tell you, I watch more of the, the side judge's arms. Or are they going to signal the clock is rolling or are they going to call it out of bounds in situations like that? But getting back to the Wolverines, this is a very solid team from a talent standpoint mm-hmm. still. They're still recruiting at a decent level. Maybe not as elite as some of the other teams around the country, like Georgia, Clemson, what have you. But I still think they can compete. They should still be one of the teams uh, in the top two, three in the Big Ten. I think Wisconsin has solidified themselves as the second best program in the Big Ten, but Michigan has an opportunity. They're still a blue blood program. They have a lot of tradition, uh, but they've got to be able to dominate football games like today's. You asked for it all. We've got it. Touchdown to Lane as they uh, they strike first after the, the Spencer Rattler interception right out of the shoot. So again, this was 19 and a half Oklahoma was laying for the first half, 31 and a half, most spots up to 32 for the game here. And uh, certainly, as Amal mentioned, look, if this was week three, week four, and you'd at least see it a little bit out out of uh, Boober Suda, you might have gone in on a first half bet, but if you're waiting back here, Amal, discount, that certainly applies, maybe not necessarily for the whole game, although it is down to 27 and a half, but uh, first half, we, we seen anything uh, worth worth getting in on here? Well, for o- do you, have a, you have a number up on that? I will look at it. Uh, right, actually, by the way, 25 and a half right now, in-game total of uh, 65 and a half, so I'll just have to look this up here momentarily, but uh, because books do offer that, the first half in-game as well, it's not just full game that you're, uh, that you're limited on uh, betting for these spots, so Tulane strikes first, all sorts of uh, issues for them, and, and adversity, having to relocate with the hurricane, they go to North Norman, we saw the nice gesture, by the way, in uh, Norman. They, they painted the little you know, fighting oh, green wave monster on, on the field. Not sure uh, you well, know, how, how much of that will really impact things, but uh, it's a good start for, uh, for Tulane. 50 states in the union. I would make the argument that people in the state of Oklahoma are probably the nicest in any state. It's unbelievable how kind the people are in that state. So it doesn't come as much of a surprise. Also, you get an opportunity. You're going to sell a lot of concessions. You're going to make some money there in Norman. I don't know how yeah. the uh, proceeds are going to be split today, but it's definitely going to benefit Oklahoma in certain capacities. 11 and a half, by the way, even money is your first half line on Oklahoma. Down 7 nothing about five minutes into the game. That's a good take on the Boomers. I think so. And it's, it's look, heavily juiced to uh, Tulane. When you're thinking about this, we still have, what, it's, you have 25 minutes left. A team, how many, you're going to see, what, probably f- at least. Oklahoma, five possessions. I was going to say five to six possessions probably. Look, he threw a pick. He threw it in the double coverage. That's the one thing Rattler's got to do a better job of. Just down to 10 and a half, by the way. It, uh, where he throws the football. Uh, uh, to me, it, it's a situation where I, I would take a shot with the number. I think they're going to come out. They're going to score on this drive. All of a sudden, you're looking at a situation where it's uh, potentially 7-all, get a stop. And by the way, I am not a big Alex Grinch guy. I know everybody seems to love him. I don't know why everyone overlooks the fact in his last game in Washington State, he gave up more points. Uh, or in Michigan State's highest-scoring t- uh, total that year was when Grinch was the defense coordinator mm-hmm. at Washington State. Ohio State was horrendous when he was the defensive coordinator there. But uh, it seems like they seem to love him and Norman. 
And let's point out as well, I think a big factor, too, why the line was this way, even with all the changes, you have a Tulane defense that was brutal last year. I mean, it was eight and a half yards per play a season ago. And so say whatever you want about, you know, we talk about obviously on the defensive side for Oklahoma. This theoretically should be a game where Oklahoma scores at will. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They lose Sample, who's probably their best edge rusher last year for Tulane. That's a big loss. Six, I think six starters coming back for Willie Fritz's squad. But they, look, they did extremely well against the run. Their weakness, Ben, against the pass. And you don't want to be a weak opponent again in terms of stopping the pass when you're playing Boomer Sooner. Yeah, no doubt with the guy like Spencer Rattler coming back, although tough start for him. Other potential, look, not to, no, not to go as far as to say upset alert early in all, but maybe, look, lighter in-game opportunity numbers potentially. Uh, one of the other massive spreads we've seen early has seen a home team go down a touchdown. And How about the uh, UL Monroe, the fighting Terry Bowdens on the board, 7-0 at Kroger Field in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Talk about another one that was in that, that massive range. Uh, just seeing the closing line here, Amal, 30-and-a-half on Kentucky, 17-and-a-half uh, in the first half. So, how about Terry Bowden, I don't know you remember, 93 at Auburn coming in. 11-0 his first year. Team had all sorts of probation issues, and here he comes in. 0-10 uh, last year replaces Matt Viator, and uh, it, this is a UL Monroe a Warhawk team in, in uh, disarray, but they're off to a good start here. 7-0. Well, first of all, you know, I'm mad at myself that I didn't play this game. I looked at this one because uh, my reasoning was, had nothing to do with Monroe, had, and I know they're a terrible team, yeah. but would you ever lay 30 and a half points with Kentucky? I mean, this is a team that every single year, you're not even sure if they have a quarterback. They, oh, we, what are you going to do? Throw somebody in from running back to take a direct snap like they did with Lynn Bowden so many times? I mean, lots of question marks when you look at this team. And by the way, the Broncos going right down Boom. the field. So Western Michigan answers right back. We mentioned K, uh, K Ellaby, the uh, the quarterback, how good he was last year, and they have now a, a first and goal. Just getting another look. It looked like an all a near touchdown them all, but the uh, receiver steps out of bounds at the five yard line. So first and goal coming up for Western Michigan. This this is a total that again we saw get bet down right before kick, about a full point down to uh, 65. It closed. It's now uh, back up live to 66 and a half. As Oklahoma, they're already up to uh, midfield right, right away. So that, that didn't take long. Two plays to uh, to get Oklahoma up near uh, midfield. So again, on the UL Monroe, Kentucky side, that is now down to 20 and a half in game. Again, that was 31 and a half or, or 30 and a half, depending on where you looked on the, on the pregame line. Another great example of all for as many of these games that come out and it's just, all right, complete whitewash from start to finish. You have games like this, it's early kickoff for a lot of these teams. You're not really taking opponents seriously. And, and these things can happen. You can get better numbers sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know if people are not taking them seriously because you're waiting so long to play. Yeah, that's uh, a fair point. I mean, you've been waiting the whole year to get ready for this game. Now, I just think that there's a certain energy and an enthusiasm in week one for every team. The Houston Texans, right? Nobody believes they're going to go to the Super Bowl and win. But during the first week, now they play Jacksonville, so that's a winnable game. But I think people get so fired up. You look at the opportunity. You don't know what you have. You could have the greatest team ever on paper. It doesn't mean it plays out that way. You could have the worst team on paper, and they could turn out to have a great year. So yeah. a lot of question marks and uncertainty early season, and that's where you try to take advantage it's of it. zero and zero theology. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, if you feel confident about the situation. All right, we're just getting started. Six games underway. We have a couple more to update you on with some other early scores going on. I might throw out a tennis pick or two to them all. He's a big tennis guy as well. U.S. Open also getting underway. We'll talk about all of that next right here on the pregame show.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Time to start planning your football contest strategy. And the VSIN Pro Football Guide is the perfect way to start. Our VSIN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VSIN NFL Guide today for only $19.99 to get VSIN all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're not worried about NFL yet because it's college football. Week one Saturday as we continue on here on the pregame show, joined by Amal Shaw, Ben Wilson with you from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. And Amal, the quick strike offense has continued. Oklahoma first and goal after a Spencer Rattler interception on the opening drive. Give up a Tulane touchdown. You could have gotten a discounted number. Oklahoma minus 10.5, which we felt like was a pretty solid first half number to lay. They right now have a first and goal at the two-yard line, 6.45 to go now in the first quarter as we watch Spencer Rattler hand the ball off that looks to be very close to the end zone if he's not in he is short that'll be second and goal at about the half yard line but what we, what we noticed during the break of all Penn State Wisconsin we've seen a number of big coaching decisions having to be made all, all, already James Franklin goes for it fourth and four for Penn State at the Wisconsin 34 now kind of a bizarre play call Sean Clifford throws the ball off his back foot into no man's land incomplete they turn it over on downs but I know you like what you've seen so far aggression wise out of Penn State yeah I thought it was the right decision now the one thing I thought about when you said afterward 34 and maybe I'm partially biased because it was an incomplete pass but yeah. I did think do you take a chance take a delay you know here's the thing instead of taking a delay game penalty these coaches never decline a false start 
Because I, I don't understand. They don't understand you right. could do that. Um, just false start and punt from the 39. And, Ben, the reason I say that is if you can down the ball inside the 10, there's tremendous value in this game because this feels like a possession is going to be so vitally important in this entire matchup. And that, the total has come down. Again, we saw this bet down a couple points. You have a very good number of them all, 50 and a half pregame. This mm-hmm. thing went down to inside 49, down to 48. It's now 44 and a half as it is still scoreless, 825 to go there. Penn State and Wisconsin. And, uh, by the way, Oklahoma has has just punched it in. So PAT pending. This is back up now to 23 and a half live for OU. Again, in Norman in a quote-unquote road game for them uh, against Tulane. We mentioned, though, how, how good uh, we expected Western Michigan's offense to be. Maybe not necessarily in this game today, though, Amal, against Michigan in the big house. But they've uh, they've held their, held their own so far. Ellaby, big drive right down the field. Western Michigan have tied it up seven apiece. And Michigan now down to a 14 and a half points a live favorite here total up to 70 and a half and that's gone against what we saw on the move pregame bet down an entire point what, what was the original number on the total in that one uh, was it, it was it was down it was, to it was 66 and a half bet down to 65 this morning now 70 and a half live yeah the uh you know what's interesting is by the way they just showed a great stat michigan scored in their first possession of the game for the first time since they played ohio state in 2019 really uh, um what surprises me in this one is the fact that Michigan allowed Western Michigan to go right down the field and respond. I think that doesn't bode well for the Wolverines. Mm-hmm. I think now that gives you confidence if you're the Broncos, you're going to be there all day. It's a third down and 14 coming up at the Broncos, about 25-yard line. So if you can hold them to a field goal here, you like your chances. And Ben, to me, this is a critical game for the Wolverines. Can you imagine what it would be like? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got no. the Lions are not playing tomorrow, so they're not going to take <laughs> some of the heat off of you. I mean, you're going to have to sit there and eat it. And by the the way, Michigan State absolutely just skull-dragged Northwestern yes. yesterday. Yeah, yes. that final score wasn't even as close as what it was. And look, I mean, you've got Western Michigan team. They've been good starters, like 4-0 last year to Tim Lester. Again, it's a different level of class here, but when you have so many new guys, new new uh, D.C. and Mike McDonald coming over from Baltimore for uh, for Jim Harbaugh and Michigan, yeah, uh, a lot on the line right now. Uh, Michigan just got, uh, they are into the red zone right now, 4.55 to go in the first quarter, 7 up there as they've got a third and long upcoming. So we'll keep you posted on that. Graham Merch just got absolutely, speaking of uh, beatdown, this was, a, he just got absolutely blindsided uh, coming around from the left edge. A huge hit in them all. We're getting another look. This looks like a forward pass called a fumble on the field, but we're going to have a review early. This, uh, this should end up being an incomplete yeah. pass and I think another punt here for Wisconsin, but the offense looking uh, overmatched so far. Yeah, Arnold Abikite just absolutely annihilated the left tackle there for uh, Wisconsin. Comes around, gets the sack. Tremendous job uh, for Penn State now. Now, what did you? What's your feeling? Do you believe this is a sack or not? I mean, a, fumble, a p- pass or not? That that looks pretty clearly forward pass to me. He had he had possession long enough to start the forward arm movement. So I and we'll get we're getting another uh, good look. Have this and all the games on in our South Point studios right now. That's, that seems like a forward pass. I would agree with you. I think it's going to be an incomplete pass. It's going to be Bucky Badger Paul in Look, second and 10, I believe. Way, if you're James Frick, I'd have to like the way the defense has started here. On the road is a five-and-a-half-point underdog in this spot with a lot of the uh, the steam coming to Wisconsin late. Total down to 43-and-a-half. Wisconsin still, look, this is six-and-a-half now on, on the Badgers. I mean, it's not like Penn State's done much with the football either, but slight surprise, uh, don't you think, of all? I mean, look, Penn State's at least moved the ball. They just had a drive stall out right at the edge of field goal territory. I get from the algorithm perspective why the, way, why the line has gone this way, but still six and a half feels kind of generous with how this game has played out so far. I completely agree with you. I thought this was going to be a tough game to be able to cover. I know Mike Palm took him on the money line. He said it on our show yesterday, and I said, Mike, I think it's the toughest game to bet on the board. 
I look, I, I'm, I'm with you right there on, I mean, a five and a half point line for Big Ten teams like this. It's all part of what we're finally getting into college football Saturday. First one of the season. And up next, we're going to be joined by Chris Andrews joining us from the South Point Sportsbook, helping us break down how the book has seen things play out week one college football. That's next on the free game show. show on a Saturday from Las Vegas here at the South Point Sportsbook. Week one of the college football season underway. Back at the mall show. I'm Ben Wilson. Updates coming fast and furious. Kentucky, we mentioned uh, it's another example of them all. These teams getting a, a reduced price. They go down early 7-0 to last season's winless UL Monroe Warhawks at 7-0. Quickly though, 14 zip for, uh, for Mark Stoops in UK. Now a 25 and a half point uh, live favorite. Now again, this was what? 31, 30 and a half, 31 at pregame. Yeah, no surprise that we're seeing the adjustment on the number. But how about Kentucky roaring back again? Still have some question marks about how quickly they're going to be able to score throughout this game or be, how many points they're going to be able to put up. I just don't believe in this team. Uh, so it remains to be seen what they can do uh, throughout the entirety in, in terms of getting this cover. Also, look at the Tulane offense moving the ball in uh, Norman. 13-7 after a touchdown. We'll, we'll see what the adjusted uh, price is in just a moment. But this is 444 to go in the first quarter. Tulane 13 and OU 7 as they just punch it in as uh, we're going to bring in South Point Sportsbook director Chris Andrews to join us now. Uh, look, this is this is a beautiful sight, Chris. I mean, you've got uh, walking in this morning, 8 a.m. our time here in Las Vegas, seeing the lines uh, out of each uh, ticket counter, about 10 people deep. What's the, what's the morning been like for you guys so far behind the counter? Oh, it's been fantastic. You know, it's uh, it's hard for me to get a lot of sleep ordinarily on a night like this. And it was even harder this week because uh, I just anticipated so much action we had it. And, uh, and this is kind of like what we live for. And it's, it's been great so far. Yeah, look, the six, six games underway uh, and the, the scoring, it's coming as we always see fast and furious here at the college football site. Again, he is Chris Andrews. Follow him at Andrew Sports, the South Point Sportsbook Director. What I it has been great to see as well, not only just uh, your, your patrons back in the book and all the games happening at the same time with, with crowds and stands, Chris, but you know the props that you guys have uh, have now offered over the years, and that has only continued into this season. I'm I'm curious how the the handle was on those as we've gotten underway. You had the the prop on not only highest scoring team of the entire slate today in college football, but also who would score first. The always popular who to score first in the 9 a.m. window. I believe Michigan. So much going on in, in our studio. Once, so correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was Michigan who did have the first score at a four to one. They were not the short shot. That was Oklahoma at plus 275. Uh, how's the action been on stuff like that as people get back to actually betting in person and, and being in your casino and in your shop as these games get underway. Well, actually, Tulane was the first to score because we Tulane. go by wow. the game time. Tulane, 30-1. to 1. Uh, So, you know, we had a little action on it, and uh, I, I'm glad to see somebody stepped up and uh, bet a big dog like that. So, uh, you know, it's a fun prop that we put out every week, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to having a good year with that. It always tracks a lot of action. Yeah, a lot of smaller bets. You know, but, uh, you know, the prices out there are pretty juicy. And, of course, we have highest scoring team today, and we won't know that till late tonight. But, you know, those all get, uh, you know, fun props we get. Uh, yeah, but we've had a lot of business up and down everything. First halves, the extra games. Mm -hmm. uh, just, I mean, just everything's been terrific so far. 
Chris, first of all, I appreciate you joining us. Great to talk to you again. Hope your summer's been going well. And I really appreciate you coming on in what I consider to be the second best game of the day between Penn State and Wisconsin. And no surprise, this game is playing out like I expected. Defensive struggle should be a fantastic game. But I thought it was a few too many points in favor of the Nittley Lions. You know, you know, Ma, I'm a big Penn State fan. I got my Penn State shirt on. I didn't think that way. I really... You know, betting-wise, I kind of like Wisconsin in this uh, this game. You know, Camp Randall's a really tough place to go and play. But I did think, you know, the total, I think we closed at 48. So points are going to be at a premium. So it may, that may give a little lean to the dog. But I, I really wasn't crazy about Penn State today. Uh, but I think you're right. I think it's probably the second-best game of the day. Of course, Georgia-Clemson tonight is going to be the feature event. And, um you know the the business has been good on that game so far, but we actually have more game more money on the LSU UCLA game. That's attracted most the most action so far today. And, and going back to what you mentioned as well, uh, Chris, on the team to score the first touch, and I'm glad you mentioned that it's the the time of of game, not the time of day. Uh, that I'm sure betters always like they see the score and then they don't realize. Oh wait, we got to we got to put two and two together. So already big uh, big things happening on the cash there with Tulane thirty to one. I'm all mentioning how that Penn State number already a live total down to forty or forty one and a half, depending on on the shop where you look, Chris. What I found interesting too about these early games, usually look the public betters come in, they're so excited to to bet. You see flurry of action in you know, one side or another, but what was interesting was just about all six of these early games had moves to the total pretty significantly, and most of them were uh, to the under. We've already mentioned that, how Western Michigan Michigan saw a couple-point line move uh, down down on a, on a uh, lower total. Did anything surprise you with some of these early, late moves on these totals that went down pretty significantly? You know, in all honesty, I'm never surprised with the total moves. Um, they, they always seem to be a little bit ahead of us on those kind of things. Um, and we we certainly move quickly and with our business, but there's always a lot of total moves. But particularly that first week, first couple weeks of the season, I think a lot yeah. of times the uh, sharper handicappers have a little little bit better uh, gauge on what's going to happen total wise than we do as bookmakers. Chris, uh, obviously tonight the big game coming up between Georgia and Clemson. Uh, have you seen a little bit of reduced action, or has it been fairly heavy because the injury concerns a little bit on both sides, more so obviously with Georgia, and you guys have been pretty steady on the number. I thought it would rise in favor of the Clemson Tigers. Well, we dropped to two and a half this morning. We are starting to get some Georgia money in pretty good. We dropped the money line. I think we were at $1.55. We're down to $1.40 now. Uh, so money has shown on Georgia. I think I might have said that wrong. I, money shown on Georgia here. So we're down to two and a half, dollar forty on the money line. Um, now here's some stuff on both sides, but I think uh, I think Clemson may have some guys out, uh, some key players out today. So and anyway, that's the way the money has gone. And you know, you always got to respect the money. There's always a lot of rumors about this and that, but when the money starts showing, that's what you really got to pay attention to as a bookmaker. We'll just ask you, Chris, about uh, the other big uh, matchup in the afternoon, Alabama-Miami, before we let you go. Know how, how the betters love, at least historically, just firing on Alabama first half. What did you guys end up doing with, with the splits there between first half and, uh, and full game with, uh, as we know, the full game side or right around that 19-and-a-half uh, range for Alabama? Well, as far as the game itself, uh, I think we found a pretty good equilibrium between 19 and 19 and a half. I thought we'd have to go to 20, but we haven't. Uh, the dog betters have come in and taken 19 and a half off us. When we go to 19, it looks like they, they have come back in on the favorite. So we're writing pretty good business. Now, you know, we opened this as one of our games of the year. We opened it at 13 and a half. So I'm sure I'm going to be rooting for Miami come post time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I always make a joke. I'm used to 
rooting against Alabama for years and years, and it uh, hasn't done me that much good, but I'm used to it, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough trying to beat Nick Saban every week, so I feel for all these SEC coaches. As a bookmaker, yes, that seems like something you do have to uh, begrudgingly get used to. Chris Andrews, kind enough to give him some time. He is a busy man this time of year, especially starting really on, on this particular Saturday, South Point Sportsbook Director and uh, author as well, the, the, uh, the book Then One Day. Give that uh, a, a check as well at Andrew Sports on Twitter. Chris, as always, my friend, thanks for joining us. Have a good rest of your Saturday. Hey, thanks. But I want to mention one thing to them all. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I know there there's new there's new rules every year, and I didn't I didn't read about the rule where they can't call pass interference on the uh, Ohio State defensive backs. But obviously, I'm gonna have to keep that in my number from now on. Chris, we want to keep your ratings and your bets coming in. That's why we're not putting Penn State in the playoff. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, All right, my friends. I'll talk to you guys later. Right, thanks, Chris. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Update a lot of action going on right now. College Football Slate. We'll tell you about it next year on the pregame show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Now's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player rewards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. A week from tomorrow will be our first NFL Sunday of live sports betting here on VEASAN as we are right now on the pregame show talking 
Week one college football. That's what we're doing on a, uh, a busy Saturday. Back with the Mall Shaw. I'm Ben Wilson. Uh, we've got uh, we've an injury timeout right now at Camp Randall, but this has been a game we've even though it's nothing, nothing at all. We found ourselves just uh, really drawn to. I know you had the pregame under on the 50 and a half live. This game has gone all the way down to 41 and a half. But Wisconsin just picked up a huge fourth and one. A couple of really interesting plays in, in the mix. There was a, a penalty to bail out Wisconsin. They're into Penn State territory, and it looks like they have a first down just inside the Penn State 30 right now. Yeah, and. Uh... Uh, Jaquan Brisker down for Penn State as he gets just rolled upon by the uh, Wisconsin tight end. This could be a big loss uh, in this uh, secondary for Penn State. Uh, one of their safeties, one of their best, better defensive uh, defensive players. So we'll see. But I tell you what, this is the type of game I expected, and this has been a terrific football game. If you if you're one of these people that in baseball one you want to see eight home runs and don't like to see yeah. a one nothing game or you don't like to see a defensive game, uh, probably not a game for you. But I, I bet to me, I don't think a great game in football is one that's 56. 52. I think it's one where you have a 28-24, you have a little bit of defense. Now, there hasn't been a ton of offense here, but let's see if uh, Wisconsin cashes in on their opportunity right now as they're oh, going to have first and goal at about the 11. To, yeah, or, excuse first, me, first, first and 10. 10. Yeah, Mertz yeah. so far, 4 or 5, 26 yards. Has not had great protection from the O-line, but the running game now starting to uh, to ramp up at this point. Wisconsin, I'll say this to them all. You get a touchdown from Wisconsin here. They were 5.5 at close six and a half live that they've been throughout this nothing nothing game you're probably going to get more than a, a, a score here you wouldn't you think if, if this is seven nothing you're probably going to see wisconsin juiced up to around uh, what eight and a half nine uh, maybe for sure uh there's no question about it uh, the big problem right now is though penn state offensively they're, they're yeah. negative three yards rushing and then of course uh clifford just four for eight for 26 yards on the flip side there uh you look at wisconsin they've been able to run the ball fairly effectively as uh they I think somebody's going to take a timeout, or we have an injury here. That's another. I believe that is a. Let's see. Fifty. Yep. Another yeah, Wisconsin timeout. Two, two, yeah, two timeouts taken in the first quarter by Paul Christ. Uh, Fifty-eight seconds to go there uh, in, in the first frame. You, you know the one thing I'd make the argument: it's not the worst thing in the world in this game. You got to be so sure when you have the opportunities. You don't want to make a mistake, get a false start or a penalty, because you have first and ten at the eleven-yard line. I, I almost feel like that's an extended uh, first and goal situation. But mm -hmm. you want to capitalize. The few opportunities that teams are going to get to get to the red zone here, Ben, you've got to take advantage of it. And you mentioned two of them all for, for maybe those baseball fans. They they don't you know they yeah. want the one nothing game or they, they maybe want the eight home runs. If you're looking for that uh, equivalent of the college football world today, just go to Norman, Oklahoma, because it's now 14 all as far like I'm, I'm not sure we need to put Oklahoma on upset alert yet because they've had no issues moving the ball against Tulane. But Spencer Rattler has thrown an interception. Tulane has scored twice in two possessions on OU, and it's 14 all just 238 to go them all in the first quarter, and it's already now a, a in-game total of 79 and a half OU down to 23 and a half for the game after laying in that uh, 31 and a half range pregame. Yeah, absolutely. And this game has been uh, the one concern I have is Oklahoma. Remember, Alex Grinch was supposed to have this defense ready to go. Nick Benito and company back in attack, uh, and we'll see what they're able to do. But by the way, uh, Ronnie Bell of Michigan just got called for an offensive PI. Terrific call. But Ronnie Bell made what would have been the catch of the day without question. He absolutely one handed stabbed it on the sideline. Uh, unfortunately, the play didn't stand, but what a catch it was. And I'm sure you'll see it on the highlights, even though it would, didn't, uh, the play didn't stand. Instead, Michigan has a third and 18 inside their own 15, and that pass well short of the six. So Michigan, we had told you earlier, they were driving. They did get a field goal, so 10-7 Wolverines right now in what is a huge year for Jim Harbaugh. They're now minus 17.5 on the live line, which is basically what they closed at. Total of 68.5 in a 10-7 game. That is early second quarter for Michigan at the Big House, up 10-7 on a pretty good opponent in Western Michigan. But if you were a Michigan first-half better, that, uh, that could be a little bit in peril right now as Wisconsin gets stuffed. We go to the end of the first 
first quarter. I'm all going to be a third and one at about the, uh, what, three-yard line when we come back. I'm glad you brought that up, though, because if you had a first quarter bet, it was huge. Uh, yeah. It, the ball first was quarter. second and goal at the four-yard line. <laughs> now it's going to be third down and goal at the three-yard line. So a missed opportunity if you had the Badgers first quarter. If you had Penn State plus a half or whatever it was, you're going to cash that one there so as they go to the second quarter. But so far, you know, to me, the big takeaway early on has been Penn State's lack of offense. Nothing has changed. Sean Clifford is a pedestrian quarterback. Uh, you know, you go back to when uh, James Franklin had Jan- uh, Justin Fields initially commit to Penn State, then decommitted, went to Georgia. Uh, that's a big miss for them. They've got to get somebody in there that can make a difference because they still have talent on the outside at the skill positions. Defensively, they look good. Wisconsin's offensive line, though, really being able to control the line of scrimmage, and that's been the key. And speaking of controlling the line of scrimmage, Ben, how about this Tulane team? These guys are playing with an attitude, and I'll tell you, the longer this game goes in this direction, if Tulane scores in this drive, I'm going to tell you right now, you're, you're officially concerned, not in terms of an upset, but about the Oklahoma defense. Three drives, potentially three touchdowns for Tulane? Uh, and here's the thing: we thought the front six, front seven, would be the strength. Perry and Winfrey coming back. This is yeah, one of the best. This in is the a, business. a Tulane team who couldn't protect the quarterback at all. They, they gave up a ton of sacks last year, and they're gashing uh, the Sooners' defense right now in Norman as well. As they have a first and ten, and the receiver drops a pass down at the forty, would have been first and ten deep into Oklahoma territory. Fourteen all, uh, one twenty-five to go. Uh, like the in-game total now eighty and a half. I'm not sure that uh, that's something you that it really uh, can, you can really get in on since this was sixty-six or so. Uh, on the close, but having said that, I mean, this does feel like a game that could easily end up like 54-35, something like that. Yeah, you said 80 and a half. 80 and a half. So right now or you're 28. looking at 28 points, minute 25 to go, second down and 10, Tulane, Greenway with the ball around their own 35-40 yard line, 37 to be precise. And to me, I'm, I'm looking at the math. Look, Boomer Sooner's getting to, four, uh, to at least 28 in the first half. Mm-hmm. And because the game is competitive and tight, you're going to see them in this one uh, offensively a little bit longer. By the way, the freshman, Caleb Williams, getting that second touchdown for Oklahoma, so that could hurt a little bit when you go long-term on the Heisman campaign for Spencer Rattler. Yeah, they bring the freshman into yeah, that series. Yeah, he's a little bit more mobile more mobile than uh, Rattler there. So 80 and a half, you're looking at 52 and a half points right now, seven-plus touchdowns. I tell you what, Ben, I don't necessarily want to go over. I'm not thrilled about it. Already the Oklahoma play we suggested is in a little bit of trouble, but not out of the woods yet. Yeah, look, yeah. yeah. I mean, ten and, Oklahoma went down to 10.5 for the first half after they go down 7 nothing, which we thought, look, that, that would have been a pretty solid play to make. I'm with you, Ball. It's a third and nine, by the way, for Tulane. They will set a dump-off pass for a screen. That's a loss of one. So uh, end of the first quarter, and Oklahoma going to get the ball back uh, in a 14-all game. I, look, you could easily see, you mentioned, I mean, 28, that seems like a minimum one almost for Oklahoma in this in this first half. So you could, if it's 28-14, there you go. There's a, there's a first half cover. It, it is, but also I, I think we're going to wind up with 49 points. Now, I don't know how they get there, whether it's Oklahoma scoring 35, mm-hmm. Tulane adding another touchdown. Yeah. I, I think because Oklahoma's going to get the – if you're Tulane here, you go to the second quarter and punt this ball. you got enough time. These are the things you got to do a little bit from a time of possession perspective. I wouldn't even send my punt team out when I saw the play clock. What, what, there's nothing why? To, why? There's Exa- no, that's yeah. exactly. I'm so happy you said that. Exactly. What are you gaining in this situation? Just, just, run, just, off just run off the field. And, you, yeah, especially you're Tulane. You're trying to reduce the amount of time, time in this game. Yeah. yeah, the way you beat Oklahoma is shortening the game, not lengthening it, and getting in a stance. What's the point? Of potentially losing five yards on a false yeah. start. You get a defensive offsides. It's not going to benefit you because you're not going to go for it on fourth and nine, uh, fourth and four. So, to me, there, there's just certain things you've got to play the clock, and I think that's so important. And we saw Minnesota do a clinical job of that against Ohio Mm -hmm. State in the first half. 
Yeah, exactly. When you're a dog like this, and again, I mean, you know, you might not actually win the game outright if you're telling 31 and a half. That's a lot to ask, but you're putting yourself in a position, trying to do whatever you can do to shorten the game. But think about this. Minnesota was in the game throughout the entirety of the game because the way the opening drive started, Mm -hmm. right? They realized, okay, this is the game plan that's going to work. If Ohio State has the first possession, now granted, Buckeyes went up 7 nothing. Minnesota was able to kind of move the ball, slowly respond. They got uh, held Ohio State to a field goal. That was what was critical. So if you look at it from a perspective of some of these underdogs, uh, you know, if you can shorten the game a little bit, I'm not trying to say it as a negative that, hey, you're not as good as them, but that's the reality of it. You're, you're not here to prove who, if you're as good as them. You're just here to win the game for one time. That's all you got to do is be better than them on one day. A third and one, they go quarterback sneak. We go back to Camp Randall in Wisconsin, underway in the second quarter. And Graham Mertz, I don't think he got that. It'll depend on the spot of all. And a very generous spot from the near line official. He definitely didn't get it on the first uh, push. Again, it was a third and one from about the three to start the second quarter for Graham Mertz in Wisconsin, who closed five and a half point favorites. Total, though, got steamed down to 48, was down to 40 live after the first quarter and uh, eight and a half on Wisconsin. But obviously that depends on what we see on, uh, on this drive here, Amal. Yeah, and to your point, I don't even understand how the – well, he did get a little bit of a – no, that's yeah. the offensive lineman I'm looking at that got the surge. Uh, there I, wasn't much I, there. Yeah, there really was wasn't much there. there. Tell you, Wisconsin has run three plays so far wow, from they, the 11-yard yeah, line. They gave him the first down, first and goal at the two. Yeah, and so now you have first and goal at the two. Um, to me, this is a situation where, I, from an under perspective, you hope Penn State can force maybe a third down and maybe they go for a false start. Whoa. That's going to be a big play here now. Now now you're going back to the seven. Wow, what this was is, that? This could be huge. And it looked like the I think the center might have might have been a false start on the center, and then he snapped the ball, just just dropped the ball basically right in front of Graham Mertz. So go from first and goal to two to first and goal to seven, and a Wisconsin team that usually you can rely on them not making a whole lot of mental mistakes. They've yeah. had to take two timeouts already, which as you I think have correctly argued, that's not the worst thing in the world. First half first game of a huge conference matchup, but yeah. you've, you've now had a false start inside the two. This is an O-line of all that we come to rely on as being consistently one of the best in the nation, and they have, uh, they've looked shaky, to say the least, so far. They, they, really, they really have, and I'll tell you what, though, the, the timeouts to me really matter in the second half, and they also matter with a team like Oklahoma and Ohio State, uh, you know, those big teams that can really throw the ball effectively. Wisconsin's going to be a little bit more run first. They're two-minute offense and not as efficient, so it's just something to keep in mind as you look at them throughout. Uh, but the one thing is that Ben, this five-yard penalty in a game like this where you want to run the ball, everybody at the line of scrimmage. They get no, nothing on first and goal at the seven. No, they got something. They got 40 seconds off the clock, gained about six <laughs> inches, and I'm telling you right now, I love this play. Maybe on the next play they get 12 inches. Maybe this is beautiful. Uh, as somebody who has a under uh, 15 I, and a half ticket, you, you're feeling good. Well, it's, it's, Listen, this is Wisconsin football. You know what this is. And here's the other thing. I was surprised why this total was so high. To me, this total should have been 44 to 45. You have two top 20 defenses. Mm-hmm. You could see the elite pass rush from Penn State every time Graham Mertz drops back to pass. You could see the scheme and how good Wisconsin is defensively every time Penn State's got the ball. So 24-21 is a final score that would make a lot of sense in a game like this. And that might even be uh, on, on the high side based on what we've seen as Mertz drops back second and goal pass to the end zone incomplete into double coverage. So when we return, we wrap up the pregame show, although it's really more just you know, college football Saturday show, if we're being honest, Amal. Uh, we get into betting across America. We're going to go across America for all the games going on right now. We've told you about the marquee games of our noon Eastern window. There's a couple games we haven't told you about yet that are also in progress. We need to get you updated scores and updated live lines on that. We'll continue following as well these major matchups as it is week one, college football Saturday. This is the place to be for all your sports betting action right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, 
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.